Hello, hello. I hope my voice sounds good because I just sneezed. Uh, but either way, I know you will understand me. How are you guys? I recently had someone tell me that they listened to like my podcast and they listened to the first episode. And I'm like, you're a real one if you heard that first one, because <laughs> the sound of it was rough. But um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you guys. Um, I have not been consistent on my Monday posting the last two weeks. As you can understand, there's a lot going on in the last two weeks of the year, and I was traveling as well. But mainly it's not because of that, because I really enjoy sitting here and talking to you guys. It's mainly because I, I'm having trouble with putting out a podcast on a subject that I'm not feeling hot about in the moment. Um, I feel like when I feel passionate about what I'm saying at that moment, um, it transmits better and you guys receive it better. So I give it up to podcasters who don't do interviews and speak more on things like that I speak about, like personal experience, journeys, and, and what you've learned. And they get to bring the message even beyond the point of the, the emotion maybe that it involved or the situation, because you guys know that like when something's happening in the moment, you have so much to say, you have so much emotion towards it versus when it already passed. And that's a lesson there on its own. There's some times where I feel so strong about something that maybe me and my husband are going back and forth about. And in the moment I feel so strong about it. Like I want to get my point across. I'm defensive and all of these things. And then when you let time pass, it doesn't matter to you as much. And um, I think I mentioned even on my last episode that Jim Rohn says that perfect time to take action is when the emotions are high um, and something is low. I don't remember the other part of it, but I always take awareness of that. Like when I have an idea of something I want to post or I want to say, I try to do it right in the moment when my emotions are high, because as an adult, when you wear things off, they just become nonchalant. I don't know if that's how you say that word. I was just saying on, on the live the other day that I know a lot of words in English and I know what they mean and when to use them. But sometimes I question my ability to say them correctly. But um, I wanted to come in here today. I was about to leave to go walk on the treadmill. Um, I know movement is so important for me. It's something I want to keep up as much as I can. I listen to my body. So yesterday, for those who don't know, tomorrow I'll be 30 weeks pregnant. And yesterday I was sore. And um, I, I listen to my body, but I know it's also important to get myself moving. I feel better after and for the kind of birth I want to have, it's important for me to do my part as much as I can. And so I was about to leave. I just finished a reels and I was like, oh, I want to talk about this because I saw something that sparked something else in me. And to end the year with a podcast that perhaps can help you guys. So today's podcast is all about things I know I should do and I need to do and I'm working on, but I have not mastered and it still gets to me. And it's an invitation for you to take notice of maybe what are some things that you know you should do and maybe you started and maybe, um, I don't know, you, you have the intention to, but you have not yet been consistent with it. Um, and these things are not like 
work out and eat because like healthy it's none of that it's internal talks things that I really need to um or not need to but get to really um take aware take notice and keep doing it until I build the stamina and consistency to do to be in my subconscious because right now is not now is in my conscious I'm aware of these things and I'm aware that they're not giving me the results that I want but they're not yet automatic for me or they're not yet easy for me. Um, so let's get vulnerable because honestly, that will, this will be a little, a little vulnerable for me. So in the hopes that you also take note of what are things that you're like, yo, I've been playing with this idea this whole year, but now I need to really stick to it because I'm really done. Um, and one of those things for me is setting boundaries. You know, I, I made a joke, a reels joke the other day about like, you know, like hyping, um, those girls who set boundaries this year up and stuff. And it's so much easier said than done. Like I still feel so guilty when I say no. And when I, like, I wanted to say no, why do I feel so guilty after I still feel guilty and it's the battle of like, which one do you choose? Like a lot of the times I have conversations with my client, like, oh, you know, like it's, it's not easy. And I'm like, I know it's, it's not, I agree. It's not easy to ch make changes and change how you've been eating or get up and go work out. It's not, but it's also not easy to sit in the body you don't like, to be unconfident, to be low energy, to not feel like you're not doing stuff to fill up your cup. So it's always like choosing. So for me, setting boundaries is hard. Um, I've practiced saying no and the guilt comes after. And I even question like, man, if the guilt comes after, how, how productive am I being with setting boundaries? Um, but I know that with time I get stronger in my, in my stands and it just becomes easier for me. And sometimes what I do is I run it through, um, a friend that I know is not going to judge me. And I'm like, look, I said no to this. And these are the reasons why I said no, not that I needed reasons. Right. But these are the reasons that I said no. And I think they're very understandable and they're very, um, like where the other person can see where I'm coming from. And, um, I still feel guilty about it. And she helps me see how number one, if I didn't feel like I didn't have to, and number two, how it's definitely like my rights to do so, you know, recently to not give full context, I am, I am obviously pregnant and at night, uh, it's just getting harder, like find a position to fall asleep, um, which is normal It's part of the third trimester. And someone had mentioned like to pass by my house and I really wanted to see this person, but I was not feeling good. My alarm was set for 5 a.m. for the next day for our, our SDS. And I was feeling even a little nauseous at that point. I was already in bed and um, I asked to like reschedule, but I felt so bad because I'm so used to like, yes, come, yes, let me make you happy. And like the people pleaser in me wanted to obviously say yes at the cost of me having to maybe like get up and you know, whatever the case may be. And it's like little things like that. Um, I also brought like something for my cousin from when I came from DR and I have, I had not been able to give it to her. And the one time I had the chance to, um, pass by her house, I forgot it. And I felt so guilty. And it's like, look, Rebelsi, 
it happens. The person can come here to get it as well. You already brought it from the R. You know, it's like there's certain examples and things that, of course, if I can and it's to my ability, I want to. I want to serve and I want to help and I want to do the best that I can to be there for others. But if you if you couldn't by any means, it's not like I purposely didn't, you know, forgot it or didn't bring it over. But things like that make me feel really guilty af- afterwards. I feel like like it's my responsibility to finish the mission or it's my responsibility to be there for everybody or it's my responsibility. And it's like, no, you didn't feel like it in the moment. Honor that and say no. And um, so, yeah, on setting boundaries, I could say no, but I still am working on not feeling guilty about it, like really expressing what my heart wants at the moment and not not having to apologize or more than that for me it's not even the apology part it's like really not not feeling guilty about it when I'm done with it so that is something that I want to work on 2023 more and I want to strengthen myself in that category because I know that when I say no to something I don't want I make space for what I truly want to take place instead and I know how important it is also for me in this season of literally transformation a a new person is going to be born in in 10 weeks um literally my daughter and myself and it's important for me to follow my intuition and to be able to advocate for her because the if i constantly keep on not listening to myself then that voice is going to get farther and farther away from me number 2 it's letting people be oh my god like It's so crazy how we can know something, but we don't act upon it. And I know, and I also hope to be the friend that makes you feel comfortable on expressing yourself and doing what you want with your life, because this is your right, and not judge you. But beyond judgment, it's like expecting more out of people. You know, I work with a lot of people, um... In, in my business, but even outside of my business, I have people around me. And sometimes, you know, like, let's say you have a friend who says they really want, I don't know, they really want a new job. Okay. I'm just going to give you an example. Like they really want a new job and that they're ready to quit their job and they're always complaining or whatever the case may be. And you're that friend who's like, come on, you could do it. Like, let's get your resume together, blah, blah, blah. And you see this person completely doing the opposite of what they should be doing. Let's say they're partying and da da da. It's like I take it personal the fact that you had a goal that you're not pursuing. <laughs> like it's it's their life, it's their time and whatever they wanted to do with it. You know, I am supposed to just be here. Like I can remind you, but at the day, at the end of the day I can't I can't be that for you. So I have to let people be. And I want to because I want people to respect me for the choices I make. But I can't expect myself out of everybody else. And it's not good. You know, if there is just people who I like hold high standards for. And I, I want more for them that they want for themselves. And I don't want it to affect our relationship because of the way that I I think that they should be doing based on what they said. Even if it's based on what they say, maybe it's not their timing. Um, Jim Rono also speaks about, that he has a video on YouTube 
that's a, that, that is titled The Day That Changes Your Life Around. And it says, like, when you're sick and tired, when you hit rock bottom, when you're so sick of your BS, is that you start to make a change. And sometimes I'm like, yo, maybe they're not sick of their BS yet. But when someone tells me that they want something or they... um not promise me, but open up to me about something that they have going on. I automatically feel like I am responsible to help you get like get that fixed. And when you don't do it or when your actions are not showing that you are um, moving towards that, I take it offensive. Like I, I, I don't even... I don't even know how to put it into context, but I know you guys understand what I'm saying. And I need to let go of that because if I truly am here to support you when you need me to, if you make choices differently in your life, that's your life and that's your journey. And maybe you have to make different choices to get you to X, Y, Z. I don't know. We each have our own path. So I can't hold you accountable for the things that I want to see in your life. Even if these are things that you wanted. I'm not like psycho and I'm out here like, I wish you had a house when you don't want a house. I'm saying holding people accountable. And, you know, even in the workspace, there's so many people who I know their situations and I know um, what they're capable of. I know their potential and I know um, that they can they can do more and they can be more. And for me, it, it like hurts me to see them not taking advantage of their life and not going for it and not being there. You know, it's like... I take loyalty so serious and I know that that's not the case for everybody or everybody just has different things going on and their priorities may change and that's okay. I understand that that's okay and I want to be the friend that, you know, sits here and like, listen, I don't have to be part of your world, but I, I respect you. I respect your timing. I respect what you want to do as of now. If I want to involve my life with it, that's my choice. And if I want to watch you from afar, that's also my choice. But I can't take upon the the responsibility of it or feel guilty for it or um, get mad at you for the way you choose to live your life. Like you can't do that, Rebelsi. That's something I definitely want to work on because everybody has a story. And reality is that it's not on my time. And there's a lot of things I can control, but it's not on my time and to watch you do the things that you wanted to do. So I think that I really get to work on on that and... Um, I think deeper than it, it comes also from like expecting myself or things I wouldn't do out of other people, which is not fair to do at the end of the day. I am the type of person where like, if I told you that I was going to do something, that I was going to be there, that I would be doing X, Y, Z, look for me because I'm, I'm going to do it or I will let you know if I can't do it. But that doesn't mean that everybody grew up that way. I was speaking with Mustafa how important it is for us to find, like for us both, it's important for our daughter to find, or our kids in general, to find something that they enjoy doing, like a sport or something like that, because Mustafa grew up with baseball, and I grew up with ballet at a young age in Dominican Republic, like ballet was not what it is here, and it taught me discipline, and it taught me, you know, to be somebody of my word, and you, my hair had to look a certain way. My dress code had to be a certain way. If we had auditions, I had to look a certain way and I have to walk a certain way and, and watch my posture. And, you know, there's things, there's a lot of those things that sport teaches you, like being on time and remembering your uniform and remembering this and being a team player that allows you later on to develop this 
discipline and consistency in what you do. And I, I, I do thank my parents for the sacrifice that they did to put me uh, those years through through ballet, even as one of three kids. You know, it's not easy to pay for either sports or whatever the case may be. But I really believe that a lot of it, a lot of who I am now came from that. And the fact that I am like that or that loyalty is one of my like principles in my life doesn't mean that other people have that. And I need to respect that. And I need to know that it's okay that someone else doesn't act like I would in certain situations or that someone else has some, some different priorities in their life going on right now. So not just the fact that I want people to feel respected and respect me, but really in my heart, respecting their timing and controlling what I can and let it go um, what I can't. And the last one uh, that I want to work out and work on in 2023 is like truly in my heart being okay when I'm not okay. Like I think that we have been so overly stimulated with social media and there's always something to do. There's always something to do. It's so crazy to me as an adult. Like, you guys remember when you were little and you're like, I'm bored. And that's like before iPads and all of that. I grew up with no iPad, no none of that. Like I had a Nintendo towards my like 13th year, 12th year. And I had um, a TV. And when the light went out, I had no TV. So um, I had to get creative. But some days like... I just feel like doing nothing <laughs> and I think it's okay because I wake up and there's always something to do and although it's very important for me it makes me feel good to make my list and cross it out it's also important to have days where I don't do that and it's okay when you're an entrepreneur there's so much stimulation going on because I can I can always do something I can always be working on promotional material I can always be following up I can always be um maybe helping out the team, starting a power hour in the house. I could, there's always something to clean. There's always something to reorganize. There's always, um, something to do. If it's not laundry, if it's, you know, cleaning the fridge, there's always something to do. I feel like in all areas of my life as an adult, especially as an entrepreneur, um, go meditate, go read a book, go like I, when you do personal development, there's so much stimulation also that can come from it and, or distractions like scrolling and doing, I don't know, watching, binge watching Netflix, which I haven't done since like Ramadan. Thank God I have, I don't have like a show that I'm addicted to. And the only one I liked was like one season. And then I don't even know when the next season's coming out. But my point is, that I feel overly stimulated all the time. And when there is like a minute of silence or I legit feel like doing nothing, especially in my third trimester, I feel foggy. I feel like my thoughts are like, like uh, almost having an internal dialogue of, of a fight within itself. Like, what are you doing just sitting here? And it's like, it's okay to just sit here. And I think that's why I enjoyed so much being in Dominican Republic those five months, because when I would leave my house, I didn't really have good internet a lot of the times. And so I would have like conversations locked in, no distractions for an hour or two with people. And it was so crazy because it felt like, like meditation. It felt like an out of body experience. Like even speaking about my grandma's 
my grandma's childhood or what they had and didn't have back in the day or my grandpa when he first came here or with anybody really like having those conversations with like no phone no distractions you're looking at the person in the eye and it just felt like like meditation literally it felt common to my nervous system and when I'm here overstimulated all day long da 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 like Sunday for example was Christmas day and it was so cold outside and everything was closed. We went for breakfast and then after me and myself was like, oh, the sun is out. Let's like try to go do something. But there isn't much to do when it's like nine degrees outside and everything is closed. So then we came home and I was sitting and I started to feel guilty. I'm like, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that. And it's like, it's okay to sit down and look outside. Sometimes when I sit down or when I do a meditation, I'll set myself a timer of like an hour and put my phone away so that I literally force myself to be away from my phone for an hour and like no distractions. Like I'm not using my phone. I'm not playing anything else. I'm just sitting. And that's important, you know, and it's okay if I have a lot to do that are not priority and I just don't do anything. It's okay. The laundry will wait. The reorganizing will wait. If I don't have to finish the PDF or have a client that started that day, it can wait. Like there's things that are priorities for me, but I don't need to have my schedule packed 24 seven, or I don't need to feel guilty when I don't, because I'm somebody who's disciplined and consistent and gets their stuff done. So if one day I want to just sit, it's okay, because there's always something to do. And so if I don't make it okay for me to not be okay or for me to just not want to do anything, then it becomes trouble. And so that's something I want to work on because it's one thing to know it and to sit there and to give yourself the space, but it's another thing to do it and then feel guilty about it or to do it and then have a constant thought of like, well, what can I do now? And so it's it's just something that... I feel like especially the last two days has been such a dialogue in my brain for me. And it really motivated me just now. I was like, you know what? Just walk. Walk for 20 minutes on the incline because the movement's going to make me feel better. But when you are an entrepreneur, when you work from home, sometimes it's so easy to sit down and think there's more, there's more, there's more, especially when you're not 100% at your goals. Like, you know, we set goals and freaking out about them is definitely not going to allow you to reach them. So making a list and prioritizing when you organize yourself, there's so much time for everything to really be present. And it saves me time when I'm present. It saves me so much more time when I lock everything. And if I'm going to clean, I'm cleaning, not cleaning and taking a picture. I'm not cleaning and stopping. I'm not cleaning and calling. I'm cleaning. That's it. That's what I'm doing in the moment. So I need to stop trying to do 100 things at once. And I need to stop um, feeling like there's always something to do. And even when I take a break, I have to like time it and it has to be structured. Like it's okay. It's okay. And it's needed for me to feel better and be able to produce the results that I want with a different frequency. Because I believe that it all, it all comes together. And I believe that the way you feel when you're doing what you're doing is going to determine the results of that. Anything, even cleaning, anything. I truly believe that the emotions we have at the moment will affect the results of whatever we're doing. So those are three things that I want to work on, that I'm aware of, that will make a difference in my life. 
and that I want to make sure that I, I stick to my word to myself with it and work on it. I want to work on setting boundaries. I want to work on really letting people be and not having expectations for them that they may not even have now controlling just what I can and being okay when I'm not okay or being okay with just sitting around one day if I need to. Um, let me know what are things that you are going to work on, or maybe this helps you reflect on those things for yourself, seeing, seeing what are areas and things that you've been, you know, dancing with, but you haven't really gone for it. You haven't really made up your mind about them, but you know, you need to, and you know that they're not helping you get to maybe the person you want to be or have the things that you want to have, um, Living with someone else really brings awareness to that because Musaf is somebody that when he's working, he could go nine and nine without eating, which is not good. But when he's, you know, when he is off, he wants to be off completely. Like he doesn't want to do any of it. So I hope this brought you some awareness. Um, and let's be better in 2023. The setting huge goals for me is like, you know, you, you got to live the moment and you got to see what you're truly going to stick to. And you got to start with baby steps and not want to eat the world. I literally was saying today that one of the biggest mistakes we do when we start our fitness journey is that we want to go all in, head in, like cold turkey. And that works for some people, but for most people, that's not sustainable at all. So dig deep, see what goals you can set in your personal life internally because those will ultimately shape who you are in the outside and people will see the difference and feel the difference in you and take you more serious for working on yourself. So happy holidays, happy 2023. Be kind to yourself and others. Thank you for being here. Peace. <laughs>